I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Open the pod bay doors, now. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. <laughs> Today, I'm joined by Tom and Spencer, who've been on the podcast before, as well as Oliver, also known as Neens, who's making his debut. Boys, thanks for coming into the show. How are you going? Good, mate. Thanks for having us. Good, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me again. Keen to hear Neen's thoughts today. Very excited. <laughs> Let's do it. Very keen. So in this episode, we'll be talking about one of the biggest releases of the year, Top Gun Maverick, directed by Joseph Konzinski, starring the iconic Tom Cruise and Miles Teller. And while we do that, we'll be drinking some iced lattes and some juice and some water. Yep. Now, because we're talking about Top Gun, it's only fitting that we all have naval call signs that we call ourselves throughout the episode. So, boys, what have we all got? My one was Bullet. <laughs> so okay, I'm, Tom bu- is I'm Bullet. bullet. <laughs> Dark Star for me. Thank you to the Top Gun generator. Uh, yeah, I just did one. Spencer Dark Fay. I might just go again because Dark Star isn't. Yeah, let's just go with Dark then. I'll be Dark. <laughs> you can be Dark Star. <laughs> Sounds good. What are you? You Dark Boys. I am Omelette. <laughs> omelette. <laughs> omelette. Alrighty. So as <laughs> that's terrible. Why <laughs> refresh on that one? So as always, make sure you're following Cinemates on your chosen streaming platform and leave a five star review. Also check out the Cinemates YouTube channel where I post video essays on film and TV characters. Now getting into it, uh, to listeners out there who haven't listened yet, we like to get an idea of who our guests are and what they like to watch. Tom and Spencer have already answered these questions, so we'll just do Ollie today. Ollie, first question. Most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas? Uh, definitely Avatar. I saw that with my dad when I was around 14, uh, I think in Westfield, Chatswood, and it couldn't nice. even be a 3D session, so <laughs> yeah. that was good. But um, even the the last movie I saw, Top Gun, with Spencer and Mike, was um, was up there with the best for sure. Nice. Jumping with joy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it is, smiles, ETC. You mean dark and omelette? You're <laughs> <laughs> omelette. All right, dark star. Uh, next question. Fastest TV show binge? Yellowstone. Nice. Straight <laughs> off the bat. It was, although the season, uh, the last season was a letdown, it was, um, 
the first three seasons, I reckon I went through that pretty yeah. quick. You two both did it in pretty disgusting time. Yeah. Well, I had to catch up, so I just pumped the whole thing. <laughs> you didn't need to do it that much. I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Favourite Australian movie? Lion with uh, okay. Dev Patel. Great. Film. Film. That's in, a tearjerker. beautiful Tasmania down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really love that movie. Such a good film. A movie that you think everyone needs to see? A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. One of my favourites. Yeah, I think that's just like the best mix of like inspiring and also... um, True events. Yeah, true events as well. So that's right up there. What about the pen scene when he gets the Nobel Prize? Incredible. One of the great scenes. So good. Tearjerker for sure. Yeah. Next question. Hey, how are you going? (laughs) 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 Uh, Next question. Favourite streaming service? Uh, well, I've only got two, unlike you boys. Um, so probably just have to be Netflix or Stan. Nice. Nice. Good answer. Traditional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TV show that you're watching in the moment? I'm actually not watching a show, so okay. I'm open to some suggestions. What, do you, what um, have you been watching? Geez, the last one I watched would have been like, I don't know. Uh, I'm only, I've only been watching movies, so okay. yeah, anything, anything that jumps out, feel free to let me know. Miss Marvel. <laughs> he yeah, Ninja's is a big. Or Dark Side would be a big Miss Marvel fan. Maybe for your birthday, I'll get you a Disney Plus subscription. Star Wars, Marvel, So into the elevator pitch. In the last episode, we had a Cinemates elevator pitch from Josh, who recommended Killing Eve. Have you seen this TV show, boys? No, I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's on Stan and. I'd always kind of seen it on billboards and things and never really taken much interest, but Josh recommended it and it was actually really good. Very interesting character that Jodie Comer plays. She's excellent. It's basically like a cat and mouse sort of spy chasing a hitman. Um, Jodie Comer is the hitman. Um, watched a few episodes in quick succession, really cool locations across Europe and some funny banter kind of laced in through the action scene. So great so great recommendation, Josh. Um, it's on stand, so if you haven't seen it, go check out Killing Eve. And for the next elevator pitch, this episode we've got my brother James. So let's hear what he's recommending. G'day, Mike. It's your brother Jim here. Today I'll be pitching the 2021 British film Boiling Point by Philip Barantini. As a connoisseur of all things food and restaurants, I thought this was definitely one for you. The film follows a troubled head chef played by Stephen Graham as he spent one night in his trendy and incredibly busy London restaurant. The film is a short, sharp and highly stressful 90 minutes with the director using a continuous one-shot style as we weave between the head chef, his staff and his customers throughout the night. Enjoy. Alrighty, Boiling Point. Have you seen anyone seen? No, good no, deal. I, I watched it late it. last Sounds year. Good, oh, any yeah, good? Good flick, good flick. It's, yeah, in and out, hour and a half minute. Uh, movie. It's very tense. Okay. Yeah, and it's really, really good. Really well acted as well. Nice. Stephen Graham. Compared to Burnt, have you seen? Oh, I love better than Burnt. <laughs> yeah. I love better than Burnt. <laughs> very good. Burnt gets a lot of hate. We're on just this never going to let that one down, are we? <laughs> no, Tom's recommendation. Um, yeah, look, I've I've heard great things about Boiling Point. Heard it's quite underrated, but I'll give it a go, James, and we'll see how it is. Now, getting into Top Gun Maverick. To the listeners out there who haven't seen the film yet. Boys, what would you say about the movie in one word? I'll go with thrilling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. I think um, for people who haven't seen Top Gun, my one word would be why. 
Haven't Why? you seen the movie yet? Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and amazing for me. Nice, dark star. My one word is <laughs> my my one word is going to be how, as in how did they make this and how did they pull this off? So there's going to be some spoilers if you haven't seen it. Don't know what you're doing with yourself, so go watch it. But we'll be getting into it now. So boys, what are your overall thoughts? I thought this was incredible. This movie had no business being this good at all. No, I like. I'm not a big sequel guy. I'm very doubtful. Um, but yeah, I was just blown away. Yeah. Seen it twice. Probably need to see it a third time. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Never stop. Yeah, I was very much the same. Like I, because they announced it what like three years ago. Yeah, they and I filming in eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No it was way. Meant to come out like early 2020 and then oh COVID happened God. and they just kept delaying and delaying. That's insane. Um, yeah, I heard that they were making I was like, oh, like this is just another sequel money grab. Tom yeah. Cruise is just trying to squeeze every ounce out of this story. Wasn't that keen to see it. Like I, I didn't actually think I was going to see it at all. Um, but then the reviews came out like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, blah, blah, blah. And then you said, let's go watch it. I was like, okay. I was like still dragging my feet. Like this can't be good. Um, but it's just an insane movie. So exhilarating and so glad that they waited to release it in cinemas because streaming would have just not done it justice. No, not at all. Yeah. I think I think this movie really benefited coming off the back of COVID. Mm. Um, everyone was really ready for this kind of movie. Yeah, 100%. I think as well, like as with my one word of how – like the opening sort of sequence, uh, which we'll get into later, you're seeing like these planes flying at like Mark 10 or whatever. And you're just like, how on earth did they actually film this? And yeah. the flight sequences are just insane. It's all real too. Like it's all real effects, which, yeah. I, cool. which is I, I really like. Like we, we love like our Marvel movies, but it's mm. a lot of it is CGI and special yeah. effects. And so it's just good going into a movie in this and you can just tell that they – filmed everything in the sky yeah. they were all trained and it just makes for a whole better experience in my opinion 100 percent. and yeah you're just sort of like perplexed and mouth wide open the, the whole movie um another thing as well hans Zimmer's score mate that score was <laughs> incredible so whole good thing from i remember when i got in I was sitting next to spencer and danger zone came on for the first time and i yeah. hadn't seen the first one so i didn't really know what the movie was going to be about, mm. it came in pretty raw. And um, the minute that song came out, I nudged him and I was like, this is a beat. Let's <laughs> First like 30 seconds. Oh, it's I mean, such a good start to the movie. Yeah. And I think I've listened to that song like 20 times. I mean, yeah, e- even like before that, like when the titles come up, even before Danger Zone and you hear the gong yeah, and the din, titles din, din, come din, up, din. you're just like, yeah. like, cause I hadn't seen Top Gun in that long either. And when you come into it with that, I think everyone in the cinema knew as soon as that started, you're like, okay, we're getting a real throwback mm. call callback movie here. Um, so, yeah, I think it set the movie up very well, that score. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's some absolute climax scenes, but the score just takes it to another level. Hans yeah. Zimmer just rocking out on his guitar. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, on that note, in terms of the story, one quick thing I, I wanted to touch on was um, – I saw this video and this guy was explaining uh, what a reversal is in movies and it's basically where uh, he talks about an example where a guy jumps out of a plane and then it's like, oh, no, he doesn't have a parachute. And then it's like, oh, but there's a parachute falling out of the sky over there. 
and then he gets it and then he opens the parachute. Oh, but the parachute's broken. And it's like this seesaw of like mm. something good happens, something bad happens. Mm. And this movie just had so many yeah. of them. You think they're going to die, but then someone saves them and then this and then that. And it's just like maybe some of it's a bit unrealistic, but you're just taken for a ride and that's what's so great about the movie, I think. Um what about Miles Teller as well and Tom Cruise? I love my, I love my tell. <laughs> I, love, I remember ever since my tell, was cracking, bro. Project X, was cracking, Oh, I love, I love it, man. Whiplash. There's a, another good movie as well back in like 2013 called The Spectacular Now. Oh yeah, we did with Shailene Woodley, like a little independent movie, just so mm. good. I just love everything he does, and I'm just glad he's he's now in like a big, big movie, which yeah. everyone froths him over. Well, was this the the next one after Whiplash? If filmed in twenty eighteen? Uh well no, Whiplash was twenty fourteen. So okay. he did a couple he was in those divergent movies. Oh yeah. Which were yeah. absolute trash. Yeah. Hey, and then he did Fantastic some, Four. He did some there's a good movie he did with uh this guy Joseph Kaczynski a couple of years ago called Only the Brave. Oh it's yeah. all those about firefighters. Yeah. Um and that's like that's another tearjerker, and that's really, really good. That was like, okay. like twenty sixteen or seventeen. But I'm just so glad he's in like a big, big blockbuster yeah. now that everyone gets to see him. Yeah, such a good casting. And he's also like incredibly handsome in this movie. I was just like, I literally wrote Stop. I wrote it <laughs> I wrote in my phone. Dark star, man. <laughs> I wrote in my phone, handsome as fuck. That's what have I wrote. You, have, have you seen all the TikTok edits about him? No. Oh, everyone all these girls are just fangirling him over. Yeah, I, yeah. The the uh the football scene on the beach. Yeah, we'll get into the football <laughs> that's, scene. That's so funny you say that, because when we were in the movie watching, I kept out of the corner of my eye seeing you writing notes on your phone. And now that I know you were writing handsome as fuck <laughs> What else did I write? Surprised you know, <laughs> surprised you don't have a moustache today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um the Top Gun like verified Facebook page like keeps posting all these things about them and it's like a shirtless pic of Miles in the uh, gridiron scene and it's like Miles that's the post yeah that's, that's it. it yeah <laughs> um, but what's yeah. he doing with his body in that show <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that um, but yeah great casting he was excellent and so was the rest of the the crew Glenn Powell. Yeah. Plays a really good dick, Glenn Powell. Like, Great Like dick. Hangman, yeah. like he's just so he's so easy to hate, but God, he, he yeah. looks good in that movie. He's also, yeah, he's not bad. He's not like bad in a sense that like he's trying to make these guys crash either. Like mm. he's he's not like a villain per se. He's kind of just like a cocky, <laughs> confident guy. Well, he's like Val Kilmer's character Iceman yeah. in the mm. original. Like, And then Rooster is like Maverick as well in like the original. He's, he's very redeemable where like at the end, obviously, you know, you just love the bloke. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think the other thing as well, like there's other insane actors in this crew. Like you've got uh, Ed Harris, you got John Hamm, and then you got all these other young people. But they're all just pulling their weight. Yep. Great yep. scenes. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on as well, which I was looking into, like when researching this, um, you obviously already mentioned uh, the director Kaczynski. He did. Tron Legacy, Oblivion, and he's also got Spiderhead, yep. which is coming out this year. Like, if you were to talk about a Top Gun sequel with someone like that directing it, like, you know it's going to be good. Like, they're, they're very underrated movies. You got cinematography was by Claudio Miranda, who did Zodiac, Benjamin Button, Life of Pi. Like, they're some cracking, yeah, wow. crackingly visual movies. Screenplay, which I talked about 
before in terms of the writing of like reversals and how thrilling the story was. You got Eric Singer who did American Hustle. You got Aaron Kruger who did <laughs> the Transformer movies, which maybe weren't great, but nonetheless like right. action. Well, well, yeah, you know, the this movie's <laughs> about to overtake all of the Transformer movies. Really? As Paramount's second highest gross, yeah. Box office. Yeah. What's wow. the top? Uh, Titanic with 2.2 uh, yeah. billion, of course. <laughs> which yeah, is just little, little way to go. And then you got Chris McQuarrie, who did Usual Suspects, Jack Reacher. He's been a big collaborator with um, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, Edge of Tomorrow. Like, just an insane team. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was worth mentioning yeah, can, as well. You can tell. All right, just before we get into our favorite scenes, the story, quotes, and characters of Top Gun Maverick, we'll just take a short ad. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Breck. Okay, now getting into it, boys. Off the bat, what were some people's favorite scenes? My favorite one was when um, the mission was well underway and I think it was... The two planes at the back or um, maybe the ones at the front. But anyway, they like mound this corner and they turn the sharpest the sharpest degree as as they come around the bend and it was just like the music really lifted and it was um, just, yeah, it was a fucking really... Inspiring. Over the river. Yeah, over, over the, the river. river. You got yeah. the planes coming around. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. And it's all real, as you said. Mine one was when... Tom Cruise gets sent home by John Hamm and John Hamm is like laying down the law. Okay, we've got a new time limit. Oh, it's gonna yeah, go. yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going to increase the time yeah. limit so it gives you more time. And then you just see Tom Cruise 
get on the get on the jet yeah. and then just do it himself and they're all just watching him and he does it in like two minutes, 15 seconds. Yeah. And then they get him back and he's like, okay, you can lead the show. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, is he going to do it? Is he going to miss yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. just such a good scene. So good. Also, like in speaking about that, like the mission that they had was just so impossible. Like they've got a corkscrew in this like valley can't go high because there's missiles invert then over the mountain invert over the mountain shoot a tiny one meter target and then scale this mountain i don't realize how hard it is as well like when they when they're talking about especially the last part when they're like yeah. scaling up the mountain and they've got like what is it like 10 g's or something yeah. and they like i didn't realize like you can just pass out by all, yeah, that, yeah. all that weight that's on top of you it's yeah. ridiculous so the training insane. that they would have had to do all those actors would have been fucked so fucked and the I think John Hamm is like he says something like oh they got to do like two miracles like throughout this mission yeah but then as you said Maverick just fucking beasts it and gets like a record time you're like oh shit like they're gonna do it um and I think just after that uh the I think it's Coyote and Phoenix they're in like their pairing mm. and Coyote like locks out and passes out from all the force yeah, 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 yeah. and you're like, oh shit, like he's going to die. Um, but then, yeah. You everyone just, survives. Every, <laughs> everyone survives. Except <laughs> the TIE fighters. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but yeah, it's just so thrilling. Um, there were some incredible scenes for me. I, th- I, think, I, think, I think that Mac 10 one as well at the start. Oh, yeah. With the Blackbird really sets like, it's a great start to the film. Yeah. Um, all the way, like he ends up... <clears throat> in that town and he's like, where am I? And the kid's like, earth. <laughs> Another scene as well, like later on when he first gets there and he starts teaching them, he does like the, he, he wants to see how good all the all the fighter jets are, yeah. like all the pilots are. And he does like the manually, like just start like, kills them. Like, yeah. You yeah. have to do the push ups. He's like, oh, it just shows how good Maverick is compared to all the young pilots. Yeah. That little training yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just talking about that, you think that a, a movie about, some training simulations and like a mission would be so boring, but all these little details like get you more invested in it. Um, just on the Mac 10 uh, scenes of the start, like I thought there was a really good shot where um, it's like in the atmosphere and you're seeing this like tiny speck of a yeah, plane like yeah. flying through and you're like, holy fuck, like <laughs> this is, and that's at the start and you're like, wow, like what are we in for? I think the Iceman scene as well was really well done. Um, one of my favorites. Which one? Sure. I, leading up to the movie, um, I thought he wasn't going to be in the movie. Yeah, so, yeah. But I think they worked in his condition like to the script, obviously, and I think they did it in a really smart way mm. where they gave Cruz a good few minutes of just like pouring his heart out to the point where I was like, give this man a trophy. <laughs> and it was smart how they did it with the... The keyboard yeah, and the, the keyboard computer. Yeah, the keyboard and everything like that. Typing. Yeah, when he and, said... Um, when he the world needs Maverick. or yeah, he said it's time to let go to Maverick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Said yeah, yeah. That. And he and the the text was on there for like thirty seconds, full stop at the end. That was like <laughs> there's like a pause. <laughs> and then he, hits the, he hits he hits the full stop. <laughs> he literally wouldn't move for thirty seconds. <laughs> it's great. And 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 so when he actually spoke, I don't know if you guys know, like he doesn't speak anymore. So yeah, yeah. They actually used AI combined mm. all of his voices like from all his films. And oh, so like, that wasn't him speaking? No. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Mm. You couldn't really tell. No, no, yeah, so I couldn't well. tell at all. I th- really, done really well. Yeah, yeah, I think it was good as well because it was like pretty heartfelt. But they also had some like good um, banter as well. Like Iceman types out, who's the better pilot, you or me? And like 
um, Maverick just starts laughing. Yeah, like you can definitely tell they were long-term friends in that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And usually, like, text messages aren't that funny in movies. Like, no. they're just like, why am I reading text messages? This is boring, but I yeah. really felt a connection there. You can tell they're old as well because, like, the texts were really big on the on the, on the phone. With, typing yeah, with one yeah, finger. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Um, he I, is 60. <laughs> I think um, another great scene, which we kind of talked about before, but the gridiron scene on the beach. Wow. What? One Republic. One Republic. I ain't worried. What Fucking game cheap. are they playing though? Because well? they're playing two. They're playing with two balls two at the same balls, time. Offensive defense. It's crazy. Very strange. Yeah. But yeah. Great scene. Well, Obviously, play- why all the females have gone to see this film. And they're playing in <laughs> jeans. They've got. They roll up their jeans like they're why three are they quarter. In denim? It's so weird. Why are they in denim. <laughs> denim rolled up jeans. Yeah. Uh, I was, we, I was, we, we don't have our lockers nearby where we can get in our board shorts. Let's yeah. Wear our jeans. I was seeing some behind the scenes stuff. Um. And they're literally in between takes. They've got weights and they're lifting oh, really? weights just to get a pump. And then yep. you've got some like assistant putting oil all over their chest <laughs> and stuff so it looks better on screen. <laughs> well, they did it in the first one with the volleyball. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I was like, they, they have to do it in this one. No, um, it's pretty sick though because before that scene, you could tell that the team was slightly disjointed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't really like um, working well together. But after that, it was smooth sailing and... Yeah. Everyone was on board with what they were trying to do. He brought everyone together. Yeah. Um, I wrote in my phone, this is another quote on my notes. I wrote, everyone's so jacked, what the fuck? <laughs> this is you- what you were typing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Well, because like they're all so like fit. Um, Glenn Powell is just a Glenn tank. Powell, man. Glenn Powell. And he's hey, also man. a dick Holy at this point. Shit. Um, His training regime yeah. uh, is on YouTube if you want to go have a look at it. It's <laughs> insane. It's fucked. Um, so that was a good like just – Visually pleasing scene. Um, what about Penny and Maverick's little romance? I saw your notes and you didn't like it. Spencer. No, like I look. I while we're while we're here, Jennifer Connelly, Connelly obviously. Wow. Ollie mentioned Beautiful Mind. She <laughs> might be one of the best love interests she's in film. Yeah, and she's only been in those two that I can really think of. Yeah, as a real love interest. <laughs> I I think I'm in love with her personally. <laughs> But I just like you could have cut her scenes out and it not really be that all that important. It was more yeah. so for Cruz to really speak about his what was going on with him and his struggles. Like that's all she was really there for, I think. What do you mean? Like when they got together and they were lying in bed, that's when Cruz really just said what he was thinking. Oh yeah. So I yeah, I don't know. Also, she was manning that bar all by herself. There was at least a hundred people in there. Man. <laughs> there were thousands in that bar. What about the rules? What about man. the rules that they have? You can't put your phone on the bar. Yep. And then you, you can't insult a navy officer, and then you got to shout the whole round. There are hundreds of people. That would cost very thousands harsh. of dollars. Oh, how did he sell that bill? <laughs> and he and he comes in. He comes in with just like a couple of notes of cash. The next time, I'm like, there's a lot more. There should be a lot more. <laughs> what than are they that. drinking? Yeah, yeah. How, how much Post are those mix? drinks costing? <laughs> Post mix, legit. Also, like. What's the wait time for a drink? Like a few hours? <laughs> no, they've got me and you. They got the QR oh, codes true. at each table. Oh man, oh, that's so funny. Um, but I, I, I did think like while, while she was obviously who Tom Cruise was pouring all of his emotion into, I thought these emotional beats really made the, that last 20, 30 minutes like yeah. so much more impactful. Hundred percent. Well, I thought he was definitely going to die. Yeah, me too. At least twice. Because yeah. I remember in the at the start, at the start when they first like hire him and he's first speaking to John Hamm, um, he was like, "This isn't a mission." Tom Cruise was like, "This isn't a mission." Someone comes back from. 
Mm. It just it just seemed like he was yeah, getting ready to say up. goodbye to Jennifer Connolly and yeah, to all, yeah, the, yeah. The, all the the younger pilots as well. So I just I the whole time I thought, yeah, he's gonna die. He's gonna yeah. sacrifice himself for Rooster, and that's like his that's whole, gonna be yeah, that's his arc. That's I, his arc. Yeah. I was I was looped in on that as well. I think that's probably why they had it to make you think that he needed a reason to come back or yeah. something to come back to because he's like all alone. But I thought some of it was funny. Like uh, he goes to a house and she just like leaves the door open to like obviously he's coming in. Um, another thing was <laughs> like I wrote this in my phone, another quote. <laughs> um, they have this like mature sex scene. It's just like these like transitions. They're not like doing anything. They're just talking. Yeah. He's just lying a bit upright and she's stroking his chest. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. They they like get with each other a few times. Well, do we really want to see though a six? No, we Tom probably Cruise sex scene. I don't really want to see. Probably that. not. But I just if I he just can withstand G forces, he's obviously got a bit of an engine <laughs> still. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't really like have much sort of love. In real life? In, no, 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 oh. no. Or maybe Scientology and stuff. Yeah, he's a bit weird. But like in movies, like I feel like he doesn't really go for that sort of Obviously thing. Emily Blunt um, in Edge of Tomorrow, there's a bit of a love interest there. Yeah. But no, not, not of this not of this like kind of lying in bed kind of nature. No, no. no. He had all, or Jerry Maguire, but that, that wasn't really action with Renee Zellweger. Yeah, yeah. That was true. Probably, that was probably his biggest one. And then Eyes Wide Shut that he did with Nicole yeah. Kidman when they were at Married? Yeah. That's a very weird movie. Very weird. I thought another funny part, uh, last thing, he, the daughter comes home and he has to get <laughs> yeah. out of the house and he jumps off the roof and then she stands up and looks inside and she's just there. <laughs> like the whole cinema bursts out laughing. Good, was, good comedy. Like good comedy. Well, you mentioned that, yeah. Like good bit of cheese and like yeah, it felt like very like 80s, mm. like it was an 80s film because there's a lot of cheesy one-liners comedy like when he um, hits Mac 10 and that guy stands up out of his chair and he's like... Um, Put that in your give, Pentagon budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giving it to Ed Harris. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't like cringe. It was like just a little like laugh. Just feel there. good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I thought another one that was good, which was earlier, was they had just like a good flashback because um, you see Goose is like playing the piano at the bar yeah. um, and they have a flashback of Goose and it starts to like bring some nostalgia back. Yeah. Um, and it just added like a another element. And, of course, you got the Hans Zimmer score just like getting your feels up. Tom Cruise is standing out there like hearing for ages. Yeah. It's just, just like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about when... Maverick at this point, he's done the mission in record time, but no one else is like ready. All the the students, if you will, like they're not they're not up to the same caliber. Um, but they set off on the mission because it gets brought forward or something by like a week. Yeah, they bring it right? two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, and again, that just is like another reversal. But um, they set off on the mission, and as you said, they come around the bend, and it just starts to build this tension. Um. I think one thing I wanted to talk about, it's interesting that the enemy isn't named. Yeah. You don't know who it is. It's just like this uranium facility. Um, do you reckon that was like tactical because of what's well, they going did on? It, they did it in the original as well. They didn't name the enemy. And I think it was just 
I mean, I think it's just kind of smart. Like, let's just, let people just go to the cinema and not have, yeah. like, to tie, not have anything tied down with another nation. I agree. Yeah, we don't always need to hate Russia. Like, <laughs> all the no, Middle East. This or isn't something. Rocky Four where we just like need to hate. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, let's just have an Russian enemy. propaganda. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, we didn't need to know, and it was still. So good, you're yeah. so invested in it that they have to you didn't blow. Know, you didn't have to know like the villains' motivations or like get no. their backstory or why they're doing no. it. You just know yeah. they're bad and they're, they've got this, and you got to destroy it. Yeah, I think um, when they set off as well, there's a scene where you got Tom Cruise in his jet, and there's like three other jets around, and it's just like fucking hell. Like, how have they actually like filmed this thing? That's so cool. Yeah, so, so cool. Th- they think that um, well, officially, like Tom Cruise flew that like old World War II plane around. Like that's his plane. That they he owns the it. End. Yeah, like that's his plane. But <laughs> so as weird. for the military planes, like he wasn't actually allowed to fly those. So they oh, all really? had stunt flyers flying those and they were just like in the back seat filming. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's they're obviously like worth millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise flying that. Um, so good. And then at this point they, they're going through the, the course and – these missiles start firing mm. and there's just so many missiles. You're like, how the hell are they going to get out of this? And they're like popping flares, music's building and uh, Maverick, I think his plane gets shot down. Is that right? Yes, he, well, he, um, oh, he Rooster's about to get shot and he can see and then he intercepts it and he gets <laughs> shot down. Yes. That shot where he like, he does the break. He breaks the plane, goes nose up, up and flies over, and you like see that was mad. Is yeah, like yeah. the most insane shot of the whole movie. So and then, good. And then he gets shot down. Is that when he he's shot the missile into the thing and he has to go up? No, it's like where he's he, there's someone on his tail, mm. and he's like the only way I can oh, get out of this is if I go like this and comes back. Yeah, over yeah, yeah, there, yeah. And the camera's like up the cockpit, looking back. Yeah, that was fucked. It's ridiculous. It's insane. And your heart is like pumping out of your chest. What they did a really good job, I thought, as well, is the amount of times where like you got – I feel like as an audience you really understood the layout of the mission because mm. they did it so many times like yeah, in the yeah, trial. Yeah. Yeah. So you understood, all right, got to do this and they got to get there. All right, that's one miracle down. Now they got to do this. So like yeah. you, always, you always knew it was coming but it was still on the edge of your seat because yeah. they just did it over and over again for like the, the middle part of the movie. So, so I thought good. that was like a really good payoff. 100%. Um, yeah, so they they do all the miracles and then Maverick's about to be um, shot. As you said, Rooster saves him and then uh, he ends up having to eject out and he lands in the snow. Mm. I thought this was really cool because it's like, oh, what? Like you haven't seen Top Gun on land yes. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> like surely he's dead here. And then the helicopter comes in. And it's him against the helicopter and it's like, he's so dead. <laughs> it's him against it's it. Just, and then it's just some movie bullshit where Rooster comes in. He's like, fuck, that's all that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, and then Rooster comes in, fucks the helicopter up and you're just like, fucking hell, how are they going to get out of this? And then Rooster has to eject out of his plane and he lands on the snow as well and they have this funny scene where Maverick just tackles him. Yeah. And like, what are you this, doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You shouldn't have done that. He's like, he's like, what were you thinking? He goes, you told me not to think, just do. He goes, yeah. oh, fair enough. I'm, uh, when, he, when he said that, my whole cinema started cracking up. Yeah. And it's like, that's another thing. Like you got this insane mission, but they can still just throw a little bit of banter in there as well. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think on top of what Costi said as well, like you understood exactly like the parameters of the mission because they mm-hmm. did it so many times, but 
I don't think there's ever been an experience in a cinema where you are just so invested in like six minutes of like a scene. Yeah. And I like I noticed it the second time I saw it. It's like if you go back and watch it, there is no soundtrack at all when yeah. they when they deploy. No. Until like until they start getting chased, there is zero soundtrack. It's just like plain sounds. Yeah. Was it um, diegetic and clock diegetic. Clock ticking and just Ed Harris just talking basically. Yeah. Um, and I think that like makes it so much more intense. Mm. Well, because it's very real. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good. And then they what about when they have to infiltrate the base? Get the old plane. That was mad. <laughs> I just let it slide. Look, it was the third act I didn't expect, and it was yeah. like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't expect that at all. Which I, I liked though. Yeah. yeah, I liked how um, Cruz was in the plane and he was like barking orders at Rooster, like go and turn the lights off, like go yeah, and yeah. do this, go and do that. And mad. there's like a million lights, and he's like, oh, what? Yeah, and all <laughs> these like all the enemies are just walking up and down, like not seeing. <laughs> like, it's, it's time. It's, like, it's time to start running. <laughs> there's no enemies there. They're just fucking walking around in the background. Stormtroopers. Yeah, stormtroopers. Out of that. Um, that big thing and then the yeah, runway, which is it, just yeah. destroyed, but yeah. they still somehow they get, get out of it. <laughs> also, they have to get up. They have to lift off and invert through this gap. Yeah, like, through the bridge or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Play on though, right? Play on. Here we, um, yeah, we've got our issues with the movie later. Let's yeah, we'll, we'll dive into those. <laughs> um, but then they get into this dogfight. So it's Rooster and Maverick. And they, they're in this old plane against these, like, what do they call the new fifth, ones? Yeah, fifth generation fighters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, they're gone now. And I think they luckily kill one and it's like a 1v1. And then they run out of ammo. Yeah. And then they're both saying, like, fuck. And Maverick's like, oh, eject, I'm sorry, eject, kid. Eject, yeah. eject. Doesn't the eject not work or something? Yeah, the eject, yeah, it doesn't work. So and then like, Rooster's, oh, shit, they're going to die. Yeah, and then Rooster's like, oh, suck, fuck. Like, <laughs> and then you're like, they're gone here. And then who comes in? Hangman, the great Hang man. man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, what a turnaround. What a turnaround. Yeah, from where he was at the start of the Because he didn't get picked. Everybody. Yeah, he was like the emergency guy, like person on standby. Despite being like the most talented. Yeah. I oh, know. I thought that was weird. It was like, yeah, he, he wasn't team leader. So does that not like, does that mean he has to stay on the carrier or can they put him in the mission? He's still like the second yeah. best fighter. Bizarre. It was all about his attitude. Didn't have the it right was, attitude. It was more so they kept him on the carrier so around, he could though. do that. Turn last around, yeah. 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 But when he came in, I was like genuinely like fucking just heart pumping, like fucking oath, like he got him. <laughs> yeah, so good. Let's so go. Good. Like, yeah, people were just cheering. Um, but that was such a good scene. And then they then land on the carrier. Music is, you know, celebratory music just blaring and everyone's just hugging each other. Yeah, and it's- massive callback to the first one. Where they're yeah. just all mosh pitting and shaking hands <laughs> yeah. and nodding. Do they always mosh pit after a successful mission? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> That's carrier, carrier etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> my, this is where my favourite quote came in. Um, Maverick's like, I think, no, I think Goose and Hangman are talking and Rooster says, um, sorry, not Rooster Goose. And Hangman, yeah. <laughs> Rooster and Hangman. Rooster says, uh, it's what my dad would have done. And I was like mm. about to cry. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I think I liked it as well. as like throughout the movie, Tom Cruise was always like, talk to me, goose, talk to me, goose. And mm. then Rooster at the end was like, talk to me, dad. I was like, oh, that got me in the Did field. he say that? Yeah, yeah. He said oh, when, he the, when he was in the jet, he was like, talk to me, dad. Oh, I yeah, yeah. So th- this might actually be a good time to mention like the, I read this morning, this is just some internet stuff. I quickly yeah. went past that talk to me, goose, like right after the start, the opening montage in the film, 
they then like cut down to the lower part of the carrier where Tom Cruise is looking out to the water, like at the end of the film. And he says, talk to me, goose. But that was originally meant to be at like the start of the film. Oh, oh really? And they're like, talk to me, goose. And then they were going to like go back to the start and then just work their way up there. But I thought it was good they saved the talk to me, goose till the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's very like um, kind of Star Wars-esque, just like getting that sort of like, I don't know, the force. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's literally like an infiltrating the Death Star mission. Yeah, like yeah. If you go back and watch Star Wars, that's it's actually what it is. Like it, they cut through it. the Death Star, like the narrow. <laughs> it's a Death Star mission. Yeah, but and so good. Arguably, also, it's a beautiful mind spin-off with Ed Harris <laughs> and Jennifer Connelly. Just missing Paul Bettany. Maverick's no, actually I, got schizophrenia. Russell Crowe is also <laughs> one of the pilots. <laughs> Roscoe's character in A Beautiful Mind was imagine just like imagine, imagine all this movie. This was one of Russell Crowe's <laughs> dreams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, Beautiful Mind, Top Gun Universe. Yeah. Beautiful make Mind, Maverick. Multiverse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Multiverse. Oh, good. All right, let's get into the bad parts. Uh, there's a few gripes. It sounds like you've got dark. Uh, dark. Uh, <laughs> worst parts. Well, I thought like I, I read this was like the most unrealistic part was that they all knew the words to a 1957 Great <laughs> Balls of Fire great song. Balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> like 2022. Like do, you 20, do you think it's a very, like, it's a popular Navy song? That's Could why be. they all knew it? Because it was Could, a Navy bar. Could be, but I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, my, that's my only reasoning there. I, I was just there for the ride. Also, Miles Teller <laughs> has a great voice. I'm in no way saying I hate the film. Just <laughs> <laughs> critiquing. I'm just nitpicking at this point. <laughs> I had a bit of a weird one. Like, who is Penny? Was she was she even in the first? So one? apparently, in the first movie, they mentioned that Tom Cruise's character ran away with um, an admiral's daughter, and she's okay. the daughter of that admiral. Ah. So yeah, if you Did watched, they ever get married or like no. So if you watched, up? if you watched like the first Top Gun right before Top Gun Two, there would have been like a little bit of a payoff for you. Right. But yeah, I I only knew that because I listened to a pod- podcast after and they okay. mentioned that. But didn't he end up with the blonde woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I th- yeah, but they also, me- I don't know, it was weird. They, they mentioned in the first one that he ran <laughs> off with some admiral's daughter. Oh, and, right. And she's the admiral's daughter. Right. And that, like he left her for the original, like the blonde woman in the original one. Yeah, it's very, it's all confusing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, unless you really like were a massive Top Gun fan, yeah. then it would have been a big payoff. But I, I still thought it was good, even yeah. though most people wouldn't have known the backstory of it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that was my only short straw, the whole penny thing. But like at the same time, I really did think it added to the whole like yeah, um, the awesomeness of the movie and like her, them at the end getting with each other as the sun was setting. It was just like, wow, that's a pretty cool way to end a movie. Yeah, so good. Yeah, no, look, that's my only bad part. I, th- I think another like I thought another best character in the film were the flight radars <laughs> because they just like made you understand so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Usually those like interface shots can be really boring and like yeah. when you're cross-cutting back and forth to like a control room in films, you can be so bored by that. Like you've got people just yelling at a screen, uh, at a, at a screen like being like, oh my God, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Yeah. But yeah, you're yeah, very yeah. invested in it. Oh, 100%. I thought um, John Hamm's like turnaround from the, st- the start of the film when he was very like pessimistic about the whole mission to – at the end, when they did show the shots in the in the um, in the room there, and he was like cheering for Maverick and cheering for everyone, that was a pretty cool, um, pretty cool change, I reckon. The only thing I didn't like is I would have liked to see more Ed Harris 
Like he was in yeah. one. And a, he's in like one and a half scenes. It's like you got <coughs> such a good actor there. Like use him a bit more. That's I was like yeah. literally it's such a small thing, but it's like that's like only my only gripe with the movie because I like yeah. it so much. I think he was a bit unused, but just thinking about him. What about the scene where? Um, Maverick's not meant to take off in the Blackbird and Ed Harris is just standing at the end of the runway. And he's an unbelievable shot. Yeah. And he's seeing this like high-speed military plane flying at him and he just plane, yeah. stands there and cops the like <laughs> dust the in his yeah. face and the building like lifts Shakes, it through. Yeah. Really, that yeah. actually happened as well. The, yeah, there's, the, a, the bo- roof actually there's a behind the building. scenes yeah. shot of that. Where he's just, they're just like stand as still as possible as this thing flies. Over. How doesn't he move? Why doesn't he move? Why he doesn't he get like pushed to the ground back? so hard? So weird. Or maybe he was like chained into the ground or something. <laughs> Tied up. Yeah, that was he's a weird. He's not that old guy. <laughs> um, but on the radars, just quickly, there's the scene where I think they're getting out of the facility in the old plane and they're like, oh, there's two fifth generation fighters but they're going away and it's like oh no they come back and you're like ah fuck (laughs) and it's just like little things like that yeah i think they did a very good job as well like just little things making the stakes seem really high like they Mm. made a real point of um saying that the fifth generation fighters were just way better than anything the u.s had yeah so like it you know you actually thought like yeah they could die here so Mm. usually they really half-ass it with that kind of stuff yeah 100 percent. i think as well i actually didn't have too many gripes with it like some of it was a bit unrealistic, them not dying and no one actually on that point, I think um when uh Coyote I think blacks out, it would have actually been better if he died. Because then you would have been like, Oh shit, this mission is yeah. fucked. Like yeah. that would have added another element, I think. I agree. Like they needed more stakes other than it being so impossible, I thought. What do you guys I, think? I just thought a Maverick death would have been a good payoff. Like mm. I didn't. I mean, I still really love the movie, but I think just that, like him sacrificing himself for Rooster. Yeah, I think that just would have been a really good payoff because then it, then it showed kind of showed Rooster how much he cared for him, and yeah, yeah. I think that would have been good. Even though it would have been tough because he had that relationship with Jennifer Connelly's character. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's just something it, about that. Now, now thinking about it, it's very it's very much like No Time to Die, where it's like you can either. Like have him like half die and they rescue him, or yeah. you can like kill him off like Daniel Craig and like have a big finish. And I yeah. think I kind of prefer the Top Gun Maverick route, where you know okay. you think he's gonna die, but and he gets shot down, but then you know he's still sweet. Yeah, I don't. Well, think, so I don't think Daniel Craig had to die. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> if you well, haven't seen yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like they give you something to make you want them to stay alive. Yeah, and it's like, are you gonna? give you the satisfaction that they can have both like staying alive and the person. But I think, yeah, it's interesting either way. Um, and I thought, as I said before, like I came into this thinking, fuck, this is just going to be like a Fast and the Furious sequel, like <laughs> fucking squeeze everything you can. Um, but I was just blown away by it. And I remember at the end, cause it's such a cheerful ending. Um, I think we just looked at each other in the cinema and we were just like, that was fucked. It is smiles the whole time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and one thing I did when I went back to my car is I actually recorded a <laughs> mailbag of my reaction to the movie. So listen to this. Man, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Holy shit, that was so good. 
feel so happy after that. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously back with another mailbag for the podcast. Um, man, that was so good. It was such a good movie. Such a thrilling story. Filming was insane. <laughs> Breathing so heavily. Can't even put into words how good that was. The ending genuinely made me believe that anything is possible <laughs> in this world. <laughs> um, oh my god. Insane film. Go watch it if you haven't. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was my reaction. Yeah. I think, yeah, I was just so surprised by it. So it's also good. inspiring. Like I it remember is. coming out of that movie and going like, "Wow, like what's what to do next? Should I join? Like, should I join the navy? People, all these people <laughs> yeah. training their ass off for like this massive adventure, and they pull it off. So it's actually sort of relatable. Like you know, anything you can actually achieve what you want. Really, yeah. No, it's a great message. And as you said, do you reckon this? Because in a, after the first movie, there was a huge um, increase in. Uh, Naval applications. Do you reckon that'll happen again? Well, look, I, want, I just want to download Microsoft Flight Simulator personally and just fly, <laughs> that's as close to become a pilot. I, as saw, as a, I saw a photo in America of a cinema and this um, like Navy recruiter is literally sitting like outside the cinema, like where you buy the no tickets. Way. Yeah, yeah. Next to the Top Gun stand, like giving out flyers. Hey, you just saw the movie. Do you want to join the Navy? Oh, oh my wow. God. That's insane. Yeah, I, I think it'll have like a massive cultural effect and just on like films as well like obviously a movie that's gonna crack the one billion by the looks of it Mm. i think um there are gonna be aspects of this that are just gonna be milked and milked i don't know if they'll do like a sequel like what do you guys reckon i hope they don't i really hope they finish on that like i don't think you can top it no like would you do a miles would you do a top gun rooster (sighs) yeah i wouldn't mind it I'd do that. I don't mind it. Maybe like a Rooster and Hangman movie. Like yeah, Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier TV show. <laughs> rooster and Hangman. I think a Rooster Hangman movie where they go off on a mission together, that'd be cool. Yeah. So you don't have to do like training. They just do an actual mission together. That'd to be go cool. Out. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. It would just obviously would have to be done really well. But Tom Cruise obviously is just the main draw for this. And yeah. it's just incredible like the run he's had really. And oh. he will continue to have for the next. It's like. 10 years probably. These legacy sequels as well that they're doing, like I just saw Jurassic World last week, which is just so bad. But yeah. they brought back the original trio. Yeah. So they, they like, like Hollywood, they like bring, like doing, all right, what's a movie that was popular 30 years ago? How can we revive that? So I yeah, think they're yeah, just going to yeah. keep following that route until it fails. Yeah, I, th- I think the only thing that kind of gives me confidence is that like obviously this is a Paramount film and I think Paramount have a much better track record with not, overdoing things mm. i think their sequels have been really good um whereas universal and like you know these other hollywood oh, yeah. uh, studios will just milk it 100 all the way i heard that um the studio wanted to do top gun shortly after the original and tom cruise was like no i want to become a more complete actor mm. and then he went off and did all his like amazing stunt work Incredible. And I remember watching this one and just being like, I was just like watching Tom Cruise. I was like, fuck, like he is like a megastar. Like it's insane what he can do and how much he gets an audience. Like how to entertain an audience, what is like good and bad. I was thinking about this the other day. I think he's a top five movie star ever. Yeah. Like of all time. Arguably. Just because he's arguably top three. His ability to do like big box office movies. Mm. I think, yeah, he's got it all. Has he ever been nominated for like a... Yeah, he's been nominated Jerry three, Maguire. three times. Jerry Maguire, 
Born on the 4th of July and then Magnolia. Yeah. Just an insane. He's good in Magnolia. I watched that recently. Still haven't watched it. Very good. So good. Um, But yeah, like he's, I I was going through like Paramount's top grossing films ever and he's got 10 in the top 100, like pretty much every film he's done since like 1990, since Mission Impossible started basically. Insane. And then he's he's got- Mission Impossible- Mission Impossible Two next parts. Year. It's going to be so and, good. And they've and they've announced a Edge of Tomorrow sequel as oh, well, which they'll be doing. That'll be so. He's so going to be nearly seventy. <laughs> it's crazy that he's sixty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, he looks forty. He's going to be seven. Like I, I don't know whether he'll tr- like. Surely he's just. You reckon he'll retire or he'll just transition back I to drama? He'll, nah, I reckon he'll be like Clint Eastwood. He'll go till he's like. He'll, he'll work until he's dead. He would be <laughs> a good director, wouldn't he? Properly washed. <laughs> He's so washed. It's like Tom, like you can't do this stunt. He's like, no, I'm doing it now, man. (laughs) Dives out of space. Can direct a film to be fair to him. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, I don't know if they'll make another one, but they've handled it well. So yeah, I'm just very yeah very skeptical of the whole Hollywood thing and like I just anything that makes this kind of money, I think you know has a you could flip a coin and they'll they'll probably make it. Yeah, ten sequels of it. Yeah, for sure. We'll see what happens. Any other final takes? Just a great movie. Great, great movie. I love. I'm how just. I was... just love. I just love this so much. Yeah, it was. It was honestly <laughs> incredible. I loved how there were like different aspects of the film all in one. Like you had little snippets of love in there, mm. like action and thriller, and then like uncertainty as whether they'll come back or not. And I thought that like holistic type to the movie was pretty cool. Like, well, yeah, it had everything. It had laughs. It had near tears. It yeah. had. Heart pumping. All right. So that is a wrap for Top Gun Maverick. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat Chat about about cinema and some drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Huge thank you to Tom, Spencer and Ollie for coming on the podcast. It was great chatting with you. Thank you, Omelette. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, (laughs) Omelette. No worries. As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevated pitch to me, send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemaze underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also check out our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.